time to get stuck into this. Sydney form a solid 10 race program on New Year's Eve. There are no weak Saturdays in Sydney at the moment. Ray Thomas, welcome back. Hand to get stuck in here. Yes, certainly am. And I think the most important uh, information out of those scratchings, Rich Valmaster is running today. So that does set up a terrific clash, that Tab Handicap Race 8. No doubt. Getting amongst it again, trackside will be Anthony Matt, and he joins us for the form talk. Anthony, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, uh, Richard and uh, and Ray. Great to be with you for the for this uh, final Saturday, and then I'm back to the bush as of Monday to Maruya for Cup Day. <laughs> well worn trip down to a great part of the world for you, Anthony. I'm sure um, he's done the form. He uh, knows what these prices are doing and where the money's been going in the last little bit. I speak of Glenn Munsey. Muns, good morning. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Ray. Good morning to Anthony and everyone tuned in on the last day of 2022. It's like the first day of the new year. You'd like to start the year winning. You'd like to finish the year winning as well, wouldn't you? Your resolutions, man, Muns, or just don't worry about that kind of stuff? No, don't worry about that crap, Richard. I'm just uh, (laughs) happy to, you know, open the eyes every morning. (laughs) <laughs> that That's a good way to start And that's probably a good way to put it Let's get stuck in, shall we? Race one at Randwick today Is the Grain Shaker Australian Vodka I suppose it's 5pm summer in the world But the two-year-olds start the day here Gents over the 1,200 metres Sovereign Fun came out pretty early in the piece Blind Date comes out But Munns, the two-year-olds here What's the market with Tab saying about the first on the day? Yeah, well, Sovereign Fund comes out, runs in Brisbane. The deduction here, 26 cents a win and 17 cents a place. So we start with Besson here, first of the Al Merton uh, progeny to uh, grace the racetrack, I would think, and it is a $21 chance. Big Boy George at $31. Hard Pick is a $34 pop. Then we go to the Little Pumper at $3.80. It'll be have a stallion chain on today. Just make it uh, control it a little bit better in the enclosure and probably behind the barriers. Uh, Zen Master at $26. Denman Star with blinkers on today at $7.50. Hatchy Man is a $6 chance. Infatuation, a $3 favourite. Energised with the blinkers on at $11. Blind Date is out two cents a win and nothing the place. Cathay Bracelet at $19. And Cha 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 is a $41 pop. Uh, very solid money here for Infatuation. Uh, when uh, the topic came out, Sovereign Fund, it was a $3.40 chance. Now, since that point in time, we have bet as much as $3.50 about it and is now right into $3 and has three and a half times the amount of money on the little pumper. Well, it went up three fifty when Sovereign Fund came came out. It's out to three eighty now. Uh, and they are a fair way ahead of the rest. Denman Star is the next pick. And fourth pick there is Little Separating, Energised and Cathay Bracelet. Yeah, and good speed here, Anthony. I think the Little Pumper and Denman Star both raced on speed at their last starts. They've drawn favourably here. Uh, Craig Carmody's two first starters, Cha-Cha-Cha and Zen Master, they showed good speed in their, their recent trial. Besson might try to look to take advantage of the inside gate, and Rachel King should be able to find cover on the favourite infatuation just off the speed, Anthony. Yeah, I saw it the same way, Ray. You're right, a lot of speed. Even hard pick showed very good speed at the trials and it's drawn an outside gate. Uh, look, five to beat nine, seven and two. The little pumper on top had trialled particularly well prior to that first up run in the English nursery. He got checked at the start and then had to be used up to sit outside the leader. He just faded the last 200. I'd say that race behind Saltaire was perhaps one of the better two-year-old races for, for this part of the 
the season. We're only midway through. And he'll take some improvement from that. This race doesn't look as tough on paper. And uh, if he doesn't lead, can find himself leaders back and from there be pretty hard to beat. From nine, infatuation. She'll also get a good run. Gee, she's raced without luck, hasn't she? She was badly held up on debut behind Barber. She was excellent at her next run behind Barber and then had no luck at, at all at Wyong when she was held up for room the last 100. So she's desperate for a bit of luck in running and she'll be awfully hard to beat. Seven, Denman Star. Probably leads, like you said, gives a good sight. Went down fighting at Warwick Farm last week. And number two, Besson. I just want to keep him safe. Uh, first started by Al Merton, as Glenn said, from a strong stable. Quite trials. I'll watch him today, but wouldn't surprise if he ran very well. Five to beat nine, seven and two. Yeah, similar numbers, Anthony. Slightly different order. I'm with the favourite infatuation. As you point out, she hasn't had much luck. At Wyong last start, she was on the inside and didn't get much galloping room uh, from the top of the straight to the finish, should have finished a lot closer than fifth to Sovereign Fund. Her effort prior to that in the Golden Gift was brave when she looked the winner until the final few bounds when Barber came from nowhere to win. So, look, I think her form reads well for this race. I think run of the race stuff goes her way and nine infatuation, I think, can get the job done. I'm also anticipating improvement from the little pumper who who held on well in the nursery behind Saltero. I agree, Anthony, that looks to be a Strong form race, Saltair and the runner-up for Seal, both promising two-year-olds, and Little Pumper did a good job on Dabu. I've also found seven Denman Star. Gee, I thought he fought on well um, when a close second of Royal Entrance at the Warwick Farm midweeks. Uh, he's been underrated, this horse. He's going around at good odds most starts. He invariably runs well, and hard pick. I did find him in that recent Hawkesbury trial when he was held up, got out, and did hit the line nicely. Um, Edward Cummings stable going really well at the moment. In the open, I've got nine infatuation on top, nine, five, seven, and four. Nine on top for Darren, infatuation to beat seven, Denman Star, five, the little pumper, and eight, Hatchy Man. So it's nine, seven, five, and eight for Darren Flindell in race number one. A few clouds coming around Ramick at the moment. It feels like it. Wants to rain, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Munns race two, the Tab Highway this afternoon, class three, fourteen hundred metres. And if you find the winner here, the value kind of looks after itself that bit. How's our market for race two, the Tab Highway? Well, as is the case in most Tab Highways, Richard and Tab Midways for uh, not Tab Midways, but Midways uh, for that case, it's pretty wide and it's five dollars the field today. We start with secretively here for a stable that's on fire at the moment in Maddie Dale, and it's a nineteen dollar chance. Zayru is an eleven dollar chance. Lockdown Gamble. Now a near side blinker goes on and the tongue tie comes off. Uh, first start today for forty two days after pulling up a bit short at Kembla. It's an eighteen dollar chance. King of Spades. Well, it's 70 days since its last run. It's at $6.50. Now, there is a stable that's going well. Daniel Syme. Uh We've got uh, Super Extreme. Last start, uh, Tab Highway winner. $5 and equal favourite at that price. Mr. Severino is a $31 chance. Lan Kwai Fong at $13. Dan Zadell. Having start 1,000 in a highway, it's $17. Our Bayers, now Amy McLucas will only claim two kilos here, uh, and it's a $23 chance. Dark Satin is out, no deduction. Indicative, stablemate to Super Extreme, and $5 equal favourite with it. Blood River is an $11 chance. Titration, Jason Collett at this stage a half over at $11. Capital Gamble is out, one set the winner, nothing the place. 
I like big putts uh, with the synthetic hoof filler on the front at $51. I'd rather have the big ones than the little ones. Uh, Master of Rewards at 19 Shubik. Uh, now, Andrew Atkins, your rider there. EMF's pre-race, and it's a $41 chance. Down to Worth, out, no deduction. Rasama, out, no deduction. Uh, most popular runner here is actually Indicative. Uh, over Super Extreme, not a great deal between them. Uh, little separating Danza Dell, Blood River, and King of Spades is the next pick. Bit of a charge of the Light Brigade here early, um, Anthony. Probably circuitously from gate four, looks to hold the rail and leads. Indicative will go with him. Out wide, Blood River and Titration both like to roll forward. So the speed will be on. Where Super Extreme gets to, probably gets midfield. Uh, hopefully with some cover, you can peel out from the turn. Yeah, they'll go flat out, won't they? Secretively went like uh, last week's pay in that Gundy Bridge race. It went flat out, so you'd expect it'll probably lead. I, I couldn't see anything uh, crossing it from where it's drawn. Uh, look, seven to beat five, four and eight. I really like Lang Kwai Fong here. She came back in terrific order at Armadale, first up in a class two. She got skittled on the home turn, badly checked was lucky to stay on her feet, but then she picked herself up and she roared away to win very impressively. She won by three lengths. She beat a horse called Airly Bell. It's won three out of five this preparation, since won again at Tamworth on Christmas Eve. And the third horse out of that race, A to B, well, it's near enough to an open handicap horse up in that Tamworth region. She'll be better for the run under her belt, given that she's got to sort of 1,900, 2,000 last preparation. And those form lines absolutely stack up for her first crack at a tab highway. And uh, I think she's great value. Horse number seven, Lang Kwai Fong. To beat five, super extreme. Well, he beat uh, the bulk of these last start. Came from barrier 15 of 15. Evidently found a good spot. It was too good for them. So expecting he'll be very hard to beat again with a similar map. Good speed to be able to blend in at the right time. Four king of spades was placed in three of these tab highways prior to the break. 14's a really good starting point for him. And he gets the claim while number eight, Dan Zadil. As Glenn said, she just keeps fronting up week after week in these tab highways. She'll lob another one of these one day, but she's super consistent. So I'll throw her in the numbers. Uh, seven to beat, five, four and eight. Yeah, I kept looking for horses to beat. Super extreme, Anthony, but I've ended up coming back to him in the end. Uh, as you mentioned, he, he overcame that wide barrier and was just too good at Randwick last at over the 1,400. He's drawn a little better today. The speed's on. He should be able to find some cover and peel out from the turn. I think it, it might be a repeat from December 17. Super extreme. I think we'll get the job done again. Cameron Crockett trained one, two, three that day, and I think he'll be hard to beat here with the Another of his runners in indicative to give a stable Quinella. It drew wide, had to do a bit of work in that highway that Super Extreme won two weeks ago. Held on well to run third. Drawn a lot better today. Should settle on speed, give a kick, be hard to run down. I agree. Uh, four King of Spades first up at the 1400. Nice and fresh will be charging home. And I also found uh, number seven, Lon Kwai Fong, in my numbers as well, Anthony. Um, that was a, a terrific win at Armadale first up, and he can only improve off that. But Super Extremes in great form, the one to beat in the highway. Five on top, 5-11, 4 and 7. Four King of Spades to beat five Super Extreme. 13 Titration in for third, and number two Zaru for fourth. So it's 4-5, uh, 13-2 for Darren in race number two. Race three we go into now, Munns, and... 
Well, he's one of the real highlight horses at Randwick today. Three-year-old race the third, the Schweppes Handicap, benchmark 72, 300 metres. The betting says it might be a formality for Garza Blanca. The opposition might have something else to say. Yeah, with a couple of the scratchings, at least it's not double figures uh, bar the favourite anymore. Uh, Resonator's our toppy here, and it's a $17 chance. Garza Blanca, uh, favourite and odds on at $1.90. Daytona at $8.50. Yoshina at 9 Operative at 12 O Tycoon at 13 Straight Acer at $16. Mr Rocket is out, $0.03 cents a win at $0.02 a place. Tango Fame, lugging bit on, blinkers on, and it's a $19 chance. Cadet? Ship is out, two cents a win and one set the place. Glint of silver at $16. Now, Hokkaido, uh, it had in the gear changes a gelding, but raced as a gelding in New Zealand. Uh, earmuffs pre-race and the cross noseband comes off, having its first Australian start at $16. And flashing steel is a scratching. Well, one of, if not the best supported runner on the card here in Gaza Blanca. As much as 350 bet about it. So if you're on it at the 350, uh, you've got to take uh, five, five cents of deductions there. So the best way to work that out, if you're on it at the 350, you get your calculator and you say 3.5 is $3.50. I gave this exercise the other day and Anthony Mann was very happy with my explanations. So whatever price you're on it at, say it's 350. So you say, right, $3.50 is 3.5. There's five cents of deduction, so multiply the 3.5 by 0.95, because that's what you got left on the face value of the ticket, and you're on it at $3.32. Very well, albeit it was as short as $1.85 this morning, and it's back out to $1.90 now. Uh, It has 20 times the amount of money on the second pick, which is straight Acer. I think I saw Anthony just nodding at you, Munns, when you went through that with him. Well, you'll be amazed, Richard, uh, the amount of people that do bet have no idea about the rules that they're betting into, have no idea what deductions are, and have no idea about a lot of other things. That's why we use MUNS, Rich. Happy New Year. <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, Anthony, good speed again here. Glinter Silver's drawn a nice gate, probably holds rail, but I can see Resonator coming across with O Tycoon, and they might press on with Resonator and try and lead. Daytona's going to lob into a perfect spot, as will the favourite Gaza Blanca. He's been heavily backed here, and he's racing for Magic Million, a Magic Millions Guineas favouritism as well, Anthony. Yeah, it sets up pretty good for him. I, I think Daytona, for sure, they'll be much more positive. I'm not sure if there was a change of tactics last start at Canterbury. It ended up last in a small field, but prior to that had been leading. I'd expect them to be more positive from where it's drawn. Look, I'm with the favourite. Two to beat three, 12 and five. He was very unlucky not to beat Felix Majestic. He was a little slow to begin four weeks ago. Found himself midfield and then kind of got shuffled back coming to the home turn, didn't he? He was held up from the turn to the 300, but he, he really took ground off the winner late. The time out of that race stacked up. They ran faster overall than the uh, benchmark 78 and for the last 600 um, on the same distance, same day. And he perhaps should have won. Uh, prior to that, he broke the track record at Cranbourne, uh, over 1,200 metres, uh, going really well. And it all sets up pretty good for him here from, from where he's drawn. So expecting he can bounce back number two, Garza Blanca, made in the best bit of the day from number three, uh, Daytona. As I mentioned, um, got a long way back there at Canterbury, was last in a small field. The run was pretty good, only finished fourth, but from where it was, it was perhaps a little better than what it reads on paper. Uh, it was difficult to win given the way the, the race shaped, but I think they'll be more positive and did win prior at Warwick Farm, defeating Lasquetti Boom, and third in that race was Robusto, so that all lines up pretty good. And from an inside draw, it'll race well. 
12, Hokkaido is one that interested me. I'll be keen to see if you get your thoughts here. He's um, a former New Zealander. Uh, he's seven weeks between runs. He's had a recent trial at Warwick Farm, which was very quiet. But if you line his form up, particularly his most recent run at Arwapuni behind Matter of Honour when he finished third, that horse is uh, absolutely stakes quality in New Zealand. So I think he'll make the grade, this fellow, if not today, but down the track. Big watch on him and five operative um, one two in a row first, or one two in a row early this preparation, and then raced a bit tight for room last time out behind Iona Merck. But that Tashi form prior at Rose Hill lines up pretty good. Uh, third in that race was Felix Majestic, so it all sort of lines up around Garza Blanca, and I think he can run well. Two to beat three, 12 and five. Yeah, Hikado is a very interesting runner, isn't he, Anthony? And um, the speed on here will suit him. I think he'll be hitting the line harder. Definitely a horse I want to watch today and follow in the future. Can't tip against two guards, a blanker. Um, Anthony summed it up beautifully. Uh, his run at Rose Hill was outstanding. His final 600 metres, 32.78, closing fast on Felix Majestic, who ran very fast time to win. And as Anthony said at his previous start, he smashed the clock at Cranbourne and beat a good horse called Grease by three lengths. He's a promising colt, this bloke, and at the moment he's equal favourite for the Magic Millions Guineas. If he wins and wins well, as I expect, he might get outright favouritism for the big one in a couple of weeks. Three Daytona was just a touch slow away, got into an awkward spot inside runners there at Canterbury, should have finished a lot closer, only beaten just over a length into fourth spot and was never really tested. He gets run of the race today, I think he'll be hard to beat. Four Yoshino, third up here, won third up last prep, and that was a solid effort at Canterbury last start. And uh, of the others, seven straight Acer, uh, sorry, one Resonator, I think, will race on speed and improve. Seven straight Acer, the best of the rest. Two, three, four, and one. Garza Blanca, very, very hard to beat in the third. Two on top for Darren. Two, seven, six, and five. Two, Garza Blanca. To beat number seven straight, Acer, six, O Tycoon, and five, Operative, in the third race on the day. Race four, Munns at Ramwick today, is the E-Group Security Handicap. Phillies and Mares here, and a benchmark 78, 1100 metres. Yeah, we're starting with Rubitar, who is a $5.50 chance. Pretty wild, having its first start since Gong Day at $3.40, makes it favourite. Fear Nord is out, three cents a win and three cents a place. I think it's in tomorrow. Uh, Miss Fox is out, runs later, five cents a win and six cents a place. Starberetta at $15. Edna is a $5.50 chance. Undeniable at $51. Pokari Kari, uh, now Nash at this stage, a half over at $4.20. Wave Rider Boy, or as we said uh, the other night for our American uh, listeners, uh, Wave Rider Bowie uh, at $7. And twice as special is a $10 chance. Most popular runner here is Pretty Wild, albeit this morning. 3.30 out to $3.40. Has just under double the investment on Wave Rider Boy. Third pick is twice as special who runs here rather than the other race it was in. And fourth pick is Edna, who's got a trim from 6.50 to 5.50 this morning. Don't think they'll be breaking any track records here, um, Anthony. But uh, look, Edna races on speed as she has done at Canterbury in her last two wins. She'll probably settle and find the fence. Rubitar, I guess, if they want to be urgent enough, really could cross and lead. Otherwise, sit outside the leader. Uh, they'll roll along at an even enough tempo. Pretty wild. The favourite should get the run of the race. With numbers nine to beat two, six, and one. Number nine, Wave Rider Boy here. She's first up from a three month break. She was given a, a nice sit out in a recent trial at Rose Hill. It was a, a strong heat. She finished alongside Bitcoin Baby, who's since won. Bowmaster ran second, and he was narrowly beaten first up. 
Uh, her form last time in was terrific. She won first up at Warwick Farm, then she got within two lengths of Troach and Opal Ridge at Rose Hill, and then a long neck of Manzoice, and then she was spelled on uh, after failing on a heavy track. I, I think her form is terrific. And from an inside draw, first up on the back of a, a sharp trial, she can run really well. Number nine, Wave Rider Boy, to beat two pretty wild. Uh, looked the winner at Kembla before being run down behind Star Bowetta. That form all lines up pretty good. She has had six weeks between runs, been waiting for the right race and the right gate with her. So a little break between runs. Uh, number six, Edna, just continues to race well at those Canterbury night meetings. We're in the fastest last 600 of the night to win last time. So she's got to take that next step, but no reason why she can't. And one Rupert Tarr, very good first up behind the informed dehorned unicorn and drew wide and had to be used up last time. It can improve. So nine to beat two, six and one. Yeah, the point that Anthony's made, re pretty wild, uh, is important. Six weeks between runs off that really good effort at Campbell, the first up over 1,200, has to come back a fraction to 1,100. But I just think that, uh, Chris Wall has kept the freshness in her legs. And the way this race sets up, they won't go super hard up front. She'll be third tracking those leaders. She'll peel out, and I think she'll get the job done. Two pretty wild on top. Watching for Pokari Curry. She'll be back in the field. The speed won't suit her, but she has got a really good turn of foot, and she does sprint well fresh. If there is any tempo up front, it could set up for her flashing home. Six Edna will race on speed, probably lead, and she'll give a kick as she always does. And one Rupertar I also think will improve sharply here. But two pretty wild. Gets run of the race stuff. Be very, very hard to beat in the fourth. Two, eight, six, and one. Darren's with tab number eight here. Poor Curry Curry to score here. It's eight, nine, two, and six. Eight, nine, two, and six for Darren in the fourth on the program. Let's get on to race number five at Ramwick this afternoon. This will be a midway uh, handicap today, Munza. Benchmark 72, 1100 metres. We had Kristen Buchanan on the radio here just before seven o'clock, and she's most hopeful that Oakfield Duke can get the business done in race five. Well, it's our punters because he's the best supported runner in the race and his favourite. But our toppy is Garrison. Has bar plates on the front, but the synthetic hoof filler comes off today, resuming at $9.50. Oakfield Duke resuming as well at $3.60 makes it favourite. Expresso, not there. Five cents a win and seven cents a place. Weight of the stars is out, no deduction. Belieber. Uh, the earmuffs are on in the race only, and a lugging bit goes on as well, and it's a $13 chance. Two up at $26. Holy Tycoon resuming at $13. Italian informant is a $9 chance. Esson, uh, Chad Schofield, your rider there, at $7. Vindication, Nash is one kilo over at the moment, 56 kilos, and Vindication is an $8 chance. Vegas Raider with the earmuffs pre-race at $15. Captain George not there, no deduction. Send me a legend out, no deduction. Midnight Oasis at $51. Liberty Sun is out, runs uh, in another race there. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Miss Fox runs here. At $13, Broken Arrows runs here as a $10 chance and twice a special scratch runs in the other race. Two cents a win and one cent to place. Best supported runner is Oakfield Duke. Uh, well, it did go up as much as $7. This morning, though, has been 350 out to 360 There's been solid money this morning for S-Own.
here. Uh, they took $10 at quarter past seven, but that was before Liberty Sun and Twice as Special had come out, so they got to cop the deduction there. But since that point, it's been $8.50 into $7, with 90% of the money received today. And the market's been up since Wednesday, although it was in a race tomorrow at Canterbury when no rider declared they probably thought it was going to run tomorrow. Third pick is Vindication, and fourth pick is Italian Informant. Yeah, speed on here. Believe on the inside. Barrier probably leads. Let a thousand metre race at its last start. Garrison first up today. Showed good speed in recent trials. Probably settles outside. Believer um, horses like Captain outside uh, like um two up and Vindication will go forward. Oakfield Jukes got a nice gate, but probably gets back maybe two pairs back the fence. Anthony. Yeah, should be good speed, Ray. A biggish field. I, I, I'm with you, Glenn. I had S1 running uh, at Canterbury. I'll have to do a reshuffle when I get to the races. But for what it's worth for the moment, seven to beat two, eight, and ten. Uh, number seven, Holy Tycoon. Very tough race, this, these midways. But seven, Holy Tycoons, first up from a three-month break. Looked good in a recent Wyong trial. Closed off really strongly. Did win first up last prep at Musselbrook. And if you pick the eyes out of her form... Last time in, she was a winner at Canterbury, defeating Fox Fighter. It's since placed in a stakes race, so that all reads good. And then uh, went down fighting behind Cote uh, in a midway, and that horse won a, a stakes race at its next start. And third in that particular race was either or, who won a midway. So the form references are pretty strong. I know it form suggests that she's best on wet tracks, but I don't think she's really seen a, a good or a firm surface. And just based on what we saw first at the trials, I think she can run well here, number seven, Holy Tycoon, at, at good odds. To beat two Oakfield Duke, he won four in a row last prep and then had excuses prior to the break with a slow recovery. He looked very good in a recent trial. He chased a tearaway leader. They ran fast time. He's come back in terrific order and he gets run of the race stuff here. Eight, Italian informant. He's going really well. Had the, the race run to suit to win a Warwick Farm but was there at the right time to get it done and this sets up pretty similar. Number 10, Vindication. Uh, complete forget last start when it got caught wide, but that form around Starbelletta and Exceletus in the two runs prior reads good for a race like this. It can run well, and yeah, I'll be doing a little reshuffle, I think, because Esson, now that it gets a run, or now that they've decided to run, he's absolutely a winning chance. Seven to beat, two, eight, and ten for the moment. I'm with the two at the top of the weights here with uh, two Oakfield Duke on top from one Garrison. Gee, this horse did a super job at his debut prep, winning four races in a row from six starts. Resuming here, as Anthony mentioned, he looked really good in that Wyong trial just before Christmas. And Barrage Raw, perfect, gets a nice run just off the speed. And we know this horse is very, very genuine under pressure, as is one Garrison. Resuming here, also off two excellent trial wins. And look back through his form, he went ran second beaten less than length by Dehorned Unicorn at Warwick Farm back in June. So when he last raced, that's very strong form for this. 9S own will get back off speed, but will be charging home, as will 8 Italian informant, both um, coming off excellent last start runs. Broken Arrows now, he's in the race. Also hard to beat. 2 one, nine, and 8 Oakfield Duke on top. Okay, uh, number nine, Esson here for Darren Flindell. Darren's numbers for race five are nine, two, eight, and one. That's nine, two, eight, and one for Darren Flindell in race five on the day. Let's push on to race number six, and this is probably our feature here, Munns. Good class of galloper here. The benchmark 100, it is the Drinkwise Maroubra Mile. Yes, and Jojo as a man looking to maintain a very good Ramwick record is our toppy here at $4.20. Purple Sector at $7.50. Steely, 
is a $2.80 chance and that makes it favourite. Bethancourt at 13 Bullfinch at $6.50. Shameless Miss at 19 Mark Schnell. Now, Ellen Hennessy will only claim a kilo and a half here. And it is a $6 chance. And Almania, having its first start in 25 months, is a $26 chance. Most popular runner here is Steely. Um, he's been 280, 290, since Wednesday. Has uh, doubled the investment on JoJo as a man, who went up 360. Uh, second pick on Wednesday has been four out to four twenty since then, and third pick is Bull Finch, uh, who went up as much as eight fifty seven now six fifty. Steely probably leads here, guys. Um, no real um, designated leader. Mark Snell will come across, probably settle outside. Leader JoJo was a man might get a very similar run to what he got last week when he was very strong late. It the same way. I can see Jojo was a man just behind Steely and perhaps Max Schnell. Uh, one to beat three, seven, and five. He did me a favour last week. Jojo was a man, and I'll I'll stick with him on the seven-day backup. He had leaders back popped out at the right time. He, he was nice and fit after that brutal run at uh, at Ramwick on the tenth of December when he worked hard behind Nugget, and uh, he was too good for them last week. Uh, I'll tip him to beat number three, Steely, who did fight it out bravely with Nugget in that same race. I do note that. He clearly beat Jojo was a man that day. However, Jojo was a man, worked really hard for the first six or 800 metres of that race to, to find his spot. And the run told late, and he, he got beat three and a half lengths. It's a different set of circumstances now because Jojo's nice and fit, and he's not going to have to do anywhere near as much work as what he did last time they met. And I think the quick backup suits him a little better than, than Steely. He's had that three-week break between runs. Um, I do note Steely hasn't won for over 12 months, so just be mindful of that if, you, if you're backing the favourite. I thought Jojo was a man who could, could topple him. One to beat three. Uh, seven, Max Schnell with that big weight drop. Uh, so if, it's, if, if Ellen's only claiming one and a half, it's an eight, eight and a half kilo drop in the weights from its win here last week. And, um, and Bullfinch, who's got that same form reference as Steely, and Jojo was a man behind Nugget last start. So obviously got to be in the mix. One, three, seven and five. Yeah, same uh, four numbers, Anthony, but I've gone steely on top from Jojo was a man. Look, his form's excellent. He, twice he's run second to Nugget, including last start at Ramwick over the mile on December 10. Nugget has since come out and won a stakes race on Boxing Day in Melbourne, the Lord Stakes, so the form around him is excellent. His only failure in his last four starts was at 2,000, which might have been a touch too far, two runs back, but... Today, probably leads or settles on speed, gets run-of-the-race stuff. He's bursting to win a race. I think today is the day from three for three still. He won Jojo, was a man on the back up here, but he was good late at Randwick, and it was a soft win last Saturday over the mile, and uh, he deserved that race. His previous runs, he didn't have much luck. He's back in good form. I've also got seven Mark Schnell in my numbers and five Bullfinch, both in form racing well. But three Steely, I think today's the day. Three, one, seven, and five. Okay, Darren Flindell's numbers uh, for race number six at Ramwick today. Number one, Jojo was a man to beat number three, Steely, five, uh, Bullfinch, and two, Purple Sector. So it's one, three, six, uh, one, three, five, and two, one, three, five, and two for Darren. Race seven at Ramwick today. We're going to do the Ramwick preview here for New Year's Eve. Uh, Ray Thomas, Anthony Mant, and Glenn Munsey breaking these races down. Munz, race number seven is the Fujitsu General Handicap, benchmark 78, 2,000 metres. Ain't no done deal. Received 28% of the public vote for the Behind the Gates multi. Edged out by infatuation, but I think he's going to be a pretty popular horse today nonetheless. 
Yep, so let's have a look at this market where Outlandos is a $17 chance. Ain't No Deal Done is our favourite at $4. Morris is me dad. Uh, they put a lugging bit on today. They've taken the blinkers off him, and he's been to the trial since he stood in the boxes here a couple of weeks ago. He's an $11 chance. Tony B's at 5 Too much caviar at $6.50. Oceanic Flash at 18 Oz Legend is a $15 chance. Bacchio Del Mist at $13. Matron Bullwinkle's not here. She runs in Melbourne. 16 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Three Wise Men. Nashra Willer at this stage a half over at $8. Socrates is a $23 chance. Youthful at $13. Al Bell Fee at $101. Just Business at 51 And Freckles won't be going around. He's going around at Warwick Farm on Wednesday for those people that are following the fortunes of Real Peace. And no deduction taken for him being out. Uh, most popular runner here, Only Just is Ain't No Deal Done over Tony B. And they dominate. Those two runners, they're a very, very long way ahead of Too Much Caviar and Oz Legend. Tempo here, Anthony. Look, Too Much Caviar on trial the trip. He does like to roll along up in front. I think you'll lead and probably try to dictate, but Socrates and Youthful are two others who do like to, to roll forward early in their races. Maurice's my dad might look to come across from the wide gate. Too Much Caviar should lead. I think the pace should be genuine enough, Anthony. Yeah, I see it the same way. Numbers are 2, 4, 12 and 5. Number 2, ain't no deal done. The Victorian, he took a couple of runs this time round, but his third run in at Sandown last time was excellent. Pace suited. He was probably 8 or 10 lengths off them at the top of the straight, but uh, the first two horses roared away to fight it out the last 200. He went down fighting behind right. You are. That horse has since won again. Um, the race rated really well. It was 13 lengths better than standard. So he's absolutely ready to win. I'd like to see him a lot closer in the run. And I do note that uh, at the back end of his last prep, he, he was much closer. He ran second at Caulfield one day when he rode the speed. So I think he can be closer and he might need to be. I don't want to see him giving away that much of a start. But he's the horse to beat number two. Ain't no deal done. To beat four, Tony B, who attacked the line under similar conditions last time. It's the same setup here, same track, same distance. He just raises five kilos in the weights. I thought this 12 youthful ran particularly well at Wyong last time out. Got caught wide for the first 500, had to sit outside the leader and then was left in front a long way from home. Did a really good job to finish second and five too much caviar leads and gives the side two, four, 12, five. I've gone the four, Tony B, from the two, ain't no deal done here. Look, I just love the way he attacked the line, as Anthony mentioned, behind Global Osbred two weeks ago over the 2,000 here. He, he would have gone close to breaking 33 seconds coming home at the end of 2,000. It was a terrific effort. He's slowly progressed up in trip, and that last start has him rock solid here. Fifth up, 2,000 metres. I concede he has to go up a fair bit in weight. But the pace should be on in this race, which will suit him, and he'll be charging home again. I've got him on top for Tony B. From the two, ain't no deal done. Anthony summed it up beautifully. This race does set up well for him. Fourth up off a really good effort at Sandown last start. Anthony and Sam Friedman, whenever they bring their horses to Sydney, invariably they're competitive. Um, eight, Baccio Del Miss. We heard from Cherie Curtis earlier this morning. This mare's just in great touch. She's racing potentially for a start in the Magic Million Sub-Zero in a couple of weeks. Her form reads well for this and she won't be too far away. She's been consistent all prep and five, too much caviar, did a good job 
win at Warwick Farm under a big weight last start. Is on trial at the trip, but he's a tough horse. He'll be in front for a long, long way. Four, Tony B on top. Four, two, eight and five. Well, with the way Darren sees it with number five, too much caviar. Puts number five on top here, too much caviar to beat four. Tony B, two, uh, ain't no deal done. And ten, three wise men. So five, four, two and ten for Darren in race number seven. Race eight we go to here, Munns, the tab handicap. Yeah, it could well be the race. I don't know a few scratchings here, but a good contest. The benchmark 78, 1100 metres. Yes, and uh, some, some running that we didn't think we're going to be running. Uh, we've got Quick Tempo here is a $9 chance. Noble Soldier out, no deduction. Now, Bellagio missed last start winner at Big Odds. He's Big Odds again today at $23. Dehorned Unicorn, favourite at $2.70. Liberty Sons at 34 Sacrimony with an offside bubble cheeker on at $4.20. He's a hot shot out. Five cents a win and five cents a play. Stromboli is a $6 chance. Rubitar out. Broke no deduction. Broken arrows out. Runs earlier. Four cents a win and three cents a place. Lancaster bomber at twenty three and Vowmaster. I thought ninety nine percent of the people thought it'd run tomorrow. Uh, runs today though, and it's four dollars and sixty cents. Um, not the busiest betting race of the day because a lot of people were waiting to see where a number of these were going. Uh, Dehorned Unicorn is the most popular runner. It's still about a quarter of the money uh, for it has come today. It's only moved between $3 and $2.70 since Wednesday. Uh, it's the most popular runner. Uh, Vowmaster is actually second pick now that it's running here today. Albeit, it's gone 4.20 out to 4.60 this morning, and it did open 4.60 on Wednesday. Third pick is the toppy in quick tempo. has been 8.50 out to 9 so far this morning. And fourth pick is Sacrimony, who this morning went up a $5 chance and is now $4.20, but is only fourth pick so far today. Interesting speed map. Liberty Sun and maybe Stromboli, who's drawn out wide, come across and lead our Bellagio Miss probably tucks in behind them. Dehorn Unicorn gets run of the race stuff here with cover just off that speed. Sacrimony behind it. Quick Tempo and Vowmaster will be giving Dehorn Unicorn a start from the turn. There should be a genuine enough tempo, though. 1100 and and some fast horses. Uh, 12 to beat 4, 8 and 6. Number 12, Valmaster, was terrific first up from that near enough to two-year break. Uh, was a little slow to begin, found himself last on the turn, squeezed through between runners late and was unlucky not to win that race, uh, won by Albalagio Miss. Obviously, he's got more upside given that he was first up after such a long break. He tried pretty sharp prior. So I'm leaning his way from four Dehorned Unicorn, who's got the right form on paper, chasing home IME. That reads terrifically well. He does have to rise eight and a half kilos in the weights. That was my just little niggle with him. Eight Stromboli is a pretty good horse with a decent record, and he makes his own luck. And uh, horse number six, Sacrimony, was very good at its most recent run when covering ground behind Iona Merck, and it can run well. 12, 4, 8 and 6. Yeah, I'm with the 12 as well. Val Master, that was a super run at his comeback. He, he's broken 32 seconds coming home his last 600 off a very, very fast speed. Al Bellagio miss hanging on to win that 1,000-metre scamper. But Val Master's run was just outstanding. Had to change courses, Anthony mentioned in the straight, but absolutely stormed home. And one more stride, he wins. He will be conceding dehorned unicorn a start, but I think from the top of the straight he'll be unleashing, and I think Valmaster 12, promising horse, can get the job done. 
To be fair, though, for Dehorned Unicorn can't be going any better. He is absolutely flying. Terrific at Rose Hill when resuming, running down Authentic Jewel. And then it took a really good mare and I am meter run near course record time to beat him last at 1,200. Got to come back a fraction in trip today and he's up in the weights, but he does get run of the race stuff, Dehorned Unicorn. Six Sacramony, I agree. His form's excellent. Bumped into two in-form horses at his two runs since resuming. And uh, eight Strombo. Nice horse, goes well fresh, building a nice record, goes in with this with um, out a recent trial, but we know he does perform fresh and he'll be hard to beat. But 12 Val Master, watch for him storming home late. 12 4, 6 and 8 in race 8. I think Darren's with number one here. Quick tempo to score in race eight. To beat number four, Dehorn Unicorn. Six, Sacrimony and 12, Vowmaster. Darren's numbers for race eight, one, four, six and 12. On to race number nine, we go around with this afternoon. And uh, that is the Kiora Prague Handicap in Munns. Three-year-olds and upwards, benchmark 78, 1,600 metres. One of the more interesting runners of the day near the top of the market here. Yeah, so we start with a few scratchings here. Our Mania, who runs earlier, is out, no deduction. Spangler is out. Seven cents a win and seven cents a play. So Australian Bloodstock are left with Kettle Hill to represent them here, and it's the favourite at $2.30. Phillipsburg at 21, Royal Zella 26. Canadian Dancer, uh, the O'Day Hoisted team, bring it down from Brisbane at $9.50. Yukon is a $34 pop. Arna Kerr with synthetic hoof filler, on the near four at $10. King Rattel is an $11 chance. DiMaggio is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Banju is a $9 chance. Arnold at seven. Navy Seal at 10. And Mon Felicity returning to the races today at $31. Uh, one of the better back runners on the card here in the shape of Kettle Hill was entered for Mooney Valley as well. They've decided to run it here. Uh, as much as three forty given about it. Um, still the most popular run today. Roughly half of the money invested on it has uh, gone on it at $2.30. So it's the favourite here. Just over half the investment on the race. About five times as popular as Canadian Dancer. He's had some good money this morning, albeit unchanged at $9.50. In fact, just under half the total investment uh, on it has come this morning. Third pick would be Mon Felicity, as much as $101 given about this mare returning today. And fourth pick is Naval Seal. Yeah, what leads here, boys? It may be Banju down on the weights with the claim. He's rock-hard fit, drawn well, finds the fence, probably leads. Phillipsburg does like to race on speed. I think they'll be urgent early with the Yukon to try and cross and get in position. The pace should be genuine enough, Anthony. Yeah, there's a few leaders there, even though DiMaggio comes out. There's a few others that can go forward. Uh, three to beat, 11, 13 and 12. Uh, number three, Kettle Hill. This was um, terrific first up. First Australian start at Sandown. It was a farcical run race. They absolutely walked. Mathematically, it was near impossible to win from where it was, and it got held up from the turn to the 350, ducked and weaved its run, and came back along the rails, and it charged through the line to finish fourth behind Savannah Cloud. That horse has won four in a row down in Melbourne, so the form reads terrific on paper. Uh, second up will be better suited at 1,600 metres, and just hope it can be a little bit closer in the run. Uh, looks an import that can certainly make the grade. Number three, Kettle Hill. From 11, Banju. He's an on-speed type, makes his own luck. I thought he was terrific last time out. When he set outside the leader, he showed a good turn of foot to dash clearly at the top of the straight, was ultimately run down. But he'll uh, run a similar race again today. 13, Naval Seal was a bit unlucky at its most recent run. And Pat should have finished a touch closer. While 12... 
um, Arnold. He, he had a bit of a rap on him early on. I, I thought his run was just plain first up, but I'll give him another chance. He was beaten favourite. He was hard in the market too, so I'll give him another chance second up. Maybe he can improve getting to the mile. 13 to beat 11... Uh, sorry, 3 to beat 11, 13 and 12. Yeah, you summed it up beautifully. Re Kettle Hill, um, that run at Sandown was an absolute eye-catcher. His form in England prior was was impressive. The Australian bloodstock uh, boys, Jamie Lovett and Luke Morell, they just get it right so often, don't they? And they've got another nice horse here in Kettle Hill. I think the tempo should be sold enough because he'll probably get back in the field with the Randwick Mile. He'll get his chance to unleash, and I think three Kettle Hill, one of the better bets of the day. I'm also giving 12 Arnold another chance. Left a little flat-footed at the 1400 first up, out to a mile here. Uh, he's got ability, Arnold. I think he can improve. Nine King Rattel loves Randwick, and just had to be impressed the way you attacked the line to win, albeit in weaker grade last start. And 13, Naval Seal. Look, I know he's had chances and probably been a touch disappointing, but he's rock-hard fit and he hasn't been beaten far in his last couple. But three, Kettle Hill, just needs even luck and running, and he's the horse to beat in race nine. Three, 12, nine and 13. Three on top for Darren, his best of the day, Kettle Hill. A good thing, three, nine, eight and 13. Three, nine, eight, 13 for Darren in race number nine. Tenth and last year, Munns finished off with the Furphy Handicap at benchmark 78, 1300 metres. Yes, and May Girardi is a $15 chance. Munitions is out, no deduction. Bold Mac is out, $0.08 cents a win and $0.09 cents a place. Al Mahaha at $34. Contributing factor is out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.01 cent the place of deduction there. Queen Bellissimo at $6.50. Cuban Royale, haven't seen him since he did win that race at Kembla, albeit a lot of people <laughs> still can't work out he did, uh, at $10. Show some decorum on the backup from last Saturday at $5.50. We've got two big Fari, 60 days off for it, and it's a $15 chance. Bergen at $61. So am I, is an $8.50 chance. With your blessing, favourite here at $3. Julian Rock at 10 Silent Agenda is out, $0.02 cents a win and $0.01 cent to place. Bazooka uh, is an $18 chance resuming. Capistel is out, runs tomorrow, zero deductions. Dalalat out, zero deductions, and Cosmic Minerva. He's out. I think it might be in at Gosford. Uh, five cents a win and six cents the place. Right. Now, most popular runner here with contributing factor being out. Not the busiest betting race of the day. Most popular runner becomes the favourite here with your blessing. Fractionally in front of So Am I, who's 9.50 into 8.50 this morning. Third pick would be Show Some Decorum on the backup and fourth pick is Too Big Fari. Yeah, good speed again in the last. Uh, Bergen probably finds the fence and leads Queen Bellissima. I can imagine just settling outside Bergen. Major Artie and two big Fari and other horses who like to go forward. Tempo should be solid, so the favourite with your blessing should be able to slide across, maybe midfield at best with the cover. Yeah, big field. They should roll along. Uh, I'm going to stick with number eight here. Eight to beat 12, 9 and 7. I was with Showdison Decorum last week uh, when he ran a really good race behind Chilino. He was six or seven weeks into that run and he just was a bit fresh. He wanted to sort of throw his head about. He was a bit fresh in the run and over-raced. Um, but I thought he was very strong through the line and was taking ground off Chilino past the finish. So a little bit extra trip looks like it'll suit. And they ran pretty fast time that day. Um, it sort of visually was a bit better. Well, the figures... The figures were a little bit better than what it looked visually from from that race. So 
I'm giving him another chance. That freshness will be out of him now, and I'll stick with eight. From 12, with your blessing, who's just racing so well this time round. No holes in his form. Got to be hard to beat again. Similar setup here. Uh, nine, two big far. He's very capable, fresh. He's off a little break and uh, very competitive at this sort of level in the past. And number seven, Cuban Royale, likewise, um, was a, a winner under similar conditions last time out and uh, with a little break between runs can certainly be in the finish. So eight to beat, 12, nine and seven in the last. I thought Queen Bellissimo could give a great sight at each way odds here. She's improved with each of her three runs. This prep was a solid effort last start, running fourth in fast time, beaten about a length behind Barossa Rosa. She'll race on speed. She'll make her own luck. She gets conditions to suit here. The firmest track, which she likes, Zach Lloyd's claim at the odds. I think she's worth the gamble. 12 with your blessing, no knock in top form, just needs a touch of luck early. If Nash can find some cover, he'll be attacking the line. Um, of the others, eight show some decorum. Anthony's tip and certainly does look hard to beat on that luckless run last start. And nine, two, Big Furry also found him in my numbers drawn to get the right run. Six, Queen, Bellissimo, each way in the last. Six, 12, eight and nine. Darren Flindell's with number 12 here with your blessing to beat eight show some decorum, nine too big fari, and six queen bellissimo, 12, eight, nine, and six for Darren in the last. Ray Thomas, your best and value for New Year's Eve racing, please. Yeah, I think Kiramo and David Eustace could have a pretty big day and went the better bet on the day for mine. Race three, number two, Garza Blanca does look the winner. And in the last, I like queen bellissimo each way. Good on you, Ray. We will do it again uh, next Saturday morning, I I believe. Good man. Thank you. Thanks so much, Rich. Here's Ray Thomas. He'll be back again next weekend. Um, uh, Anthony, your best and value there for Ramwick today, please. Race three, number two, Garza Blanca is the best, and the value is race four, horse number nine, Wave Rider Boy. Before you go, Anthony, I know that um, I know for a fact that a lot, of, a lot of our listeners have enjoyed listening to you and the way you've broken down the form and the way you go about it. And we uh, we really, uh, yeah, have been, been good fun having you having you doing the Sydney form for uh, the last week or two. So we do appreciate it, and hopefully it's not the last time. That, thanks, Richard. It's been great, and I'm really appreciative of the opportunity. Okay, have good you, man. Have there you done Maruya for Monday yet? <laughs> Not yet. I'll get to it tomorrow. Well, very, we'll very, very toey to find out when the markets were going up. <laughs> oh, we had one that was perhaps running, but she's not going to run now, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. What, were you being Patriot Bloodstock? Yes, yes. <laughs> and, wait, mate, you, you deserve congratulations for Patriot Bloodstock as well. Um, you, you put up the, the return figures. Now, there's not a lot of syndication companies are willing to, you know, they, they're quite willing to tell everyone we've got one available and everything like that. But you've had a magnificent start to this business that you, you, you've decided to, to go into, Anthony. Yeah, it's been great. Couldn't have asked for a better sort of 12 months. We don't spend a lot of money on our horses. Glenn, uh, if we spend more than 20000 on one, I can't sleep at night. Um, yeah, so we don't spend a lot of money on, on horses and, and just yeah, try to place them well and, and put them in the right grade. And you can you can spend eighty, hundred thousand on, on a trot horse or you can spend fifteen or twenty and you'll end up running in the same races. Okay. Good on you, mate. Have have a good day today. Thanks guys. Bye bye.